and welcome to LVB Presents. I'm Steph Thompson, founder of the London Voice Boutique, and we're a voiceover agency based in Soho, London. And we're going to take you on a little journey behind the scenes with some of our actors so that you can get a taste of what goes on in this world. Think funny stories, advice, and some useful insight on how to navigate this industry. Today, I'm happy to welcome Harriet Carmichael, actress, illustrator, and the first voiceover artist I ever signed when I set up LVB. <laughs> Thank you. And Alan Johnston, animation producer at Jungle Creative and ex-BBC BAFTA award winning <gasps> children's TV producer and creator of Mr. Tumble Yay. and Something Special. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Louder. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all got something to thank you for. <laughs> right. Hi, Harriet. Hi, Alan. Hi, Hi How are you doing? Good. So today, I, I thought we could talk about animation a little bit because obviously that's what you both have in common. And Harriet, you do an awful lot of animation <laughs> these days. And, and Alan, you're doing a lot of animation programmes. We do for, it together. We sometimes. do. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. together. So I wanted to start with Harriet. I, I wanted to find out a bit about how you prepare for a voiceover session and do you have any rituals? Well, it's different for depending on what the voiceover is. But generally, if it's animation, I need to you know, get the adrenaline and become energetic and yeah. get my juices flowing. So I listen to musical theatre. Do on you? On <laughs> <laughs> <And> Spotify. <laughs> How does that make it? Yeah, because I, I listen to Legally Blonde. Oh, do you? <laughs> Genuinely. What, the music from that? Yeah, and I it just gets to, like, you... bend and snap. Or something high energy. Well, obviously, because when you're listening to, you know, energetic music, your, you know, your adrenaline starts pumping, puts you in a good mood, and then you go in with the... Um, yeah, with all that, all that positivity. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I listen to 90s club dance tracks, but obviously, <laughs> <laughs> clearly we're very different. Um, so, but okay, so that's like yeah. your ritual. So that, yeah, so if I'm going into something high energy, and obviously I have had a coffee, but um, <laughs> but then I'll go into the session and ask for a green tea. And, look, and, pr and pretend you're healthy. Right oh, now, yes, darling, my, my body's a temple, I can't. Alan, can I have a green tea? <laughs> three flat white. I don't sound clacky at all. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I keep well, saying yes. to my artist, don't have a milky no. drink beforehand. But Harriet, I know you do have a milky <laughs> drink beforehand. How do you get away with it? Uh, well, some I have had it in the past. Some producers have said, did you have coffee this morning? And you go, no, no, no. <laughs> I only have water when I wake up. <laughs> so I am quite careful. Like if I know the producer or the engineer really well, I'll, I'll take a coffee in. <laughs> Otherwise, I will genuinely ask for a green tea. Really? I love that. <laughs> Alan. Yes. Uh, obviously, you do a lot of casting for animation programmes. What do you look for when you're casting an animation voiceover? Um, the, the first thing, really, I suppose, is the tonal quality of the, of the voice. Does it match the character mm. and so yeah. on? And what's really helpful then is to listen to sort of um, reels. Yes. Um, in order to get a good indicator of that voice. Okay, so this is one of my questions. I get asked a lot. A lot of actors think that they need an animation reel, a character's reel. I don't think they're ne necessary. I think that actually it's usually about the tone of the voice that I seem to get auditions from casting directors for animations and it's like, here's the tone, this is what we're after. Then you have to do a little test or an audition anyway. Or do you think it is useful having an animation reel on a voice? on a voiceovers page or not? I, I don't think it can hurt. 
Okay. Because because actually what you can get from that, because an animated voice is often different to the voice that would or, or ordinarily exist on the sh on the show reel yeah. in terms of, you know, it's if it's for an advert and so we want something that's often larger than life. Yeah. Um and you know, a show reel, an animation show reel will give me that that whether the artist has got that ability yes. to okay. actually punch a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree because I don't think your animation reel doesn't have to show that you're, you, they're not going to be looking for the voice no. of that character, but they are probably going to be looking to see whether you can change your voice. Okay, so I think if it shows versatility, yeah. yes. that can be really useful. Versatility is a really good word. Um, I just think sometimes when I get these reels in and they want to do like, here's a cheeky monkey and then here's a da-da-da, <laughs> I find those quite irritating to listen to. Yes, yeah, so do I. And so <laughs> I think that's when I'm a bit cautious well, about doing. Well, my cheeky monkey. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, take that one yeah. off. Yeah. It's, it's quite yeah. difficult. The serene badges, very good. <laughs> yeah. I've worked hard on that. But, <laughs> I think it's really interesting. So I think what I've had have advised previously is like get an advert like a Nickelodeon advert, mm -hmm. a radio one where you're all the voices. And in fact, that's what Joe Atwell did on ours. And he does loads of different character voices within an, a commercial. Yeah. Oh, right. And that worked really well for him. That's yeah. how actually that's, he got cast. And that will give you the versatility. Exactly. Yeah. Rather than yeah. here's my cheeky monkey. Here's yeah, yeah. a horse that can do this. And here's a <laughs> seal. Yeah, yeah, that can yeah. I think that for me, uh, that is better, yeah. personally. Would you agree? I, I would, I would, I would, because the, the actual voice that you, you, you're looking for isn't going to exist on the show, really. Exactly. Or, you know, um, but the versatility is, is yeah. what you need. And yeah. don't, don't you think it's changed as well? Nowadays, when you get briefs for cartoons, more and more they want your authentic yes, voice. I agree. Yeah. So yeah. actually, and they'll also say, we don't want a cartoon style. We want, no. we want it to sound really natural. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. But, but I think, obviously, versatility is great because the director might want your voice but a bit breathier or a bit yeah. yes. more direct or something. Yeah, and I think authenticity is really, yeah. really important. And personally, I would never employ... If it was a Scottish character, I would never employ someone doing a Scottish accent in terms of... Unless putting, they're Scottish. Unless they're Scottish. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that don't, don't worry, confusing. Don't worry really, really badly. But it has what to be it? an authentic... What's their surname with Carmichael? Um, is that Scottish? Yes, it is. Yeah. Are you from Scotland? Scottish great-grandparents. I'd have to think about that. Don't put me on the spot. I, I would consider... I would consider that. Um, yeah, there's nothing worse than if you're from that regional yeah. area. And if I hear, because I'm originally from Liverpool, if I hear someone trying to do a Scouse accent, <laughs> and I always go, milk and chicken, and think, oh, for God's sake, people from Liverpool don't actually, they yeah. go into the sort of, what was his name? Harry Enfield. Yeah. Is it Harry Enfield? I don't know. What, what, it, the one that, Chicken. Uh, um, calm down, calm down. Oh, calm down. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the trouble, isn't it? You've always got to be slightly aware of who your producer is. There's nothing worse than doing a voice and then realising that the client is from the area yeah. that you're doing the accent of. Yeah. Because obviously you're never going to be as authentic as no. them. Isn't that, I think that has become more and more over the last few years. We've definitely found that are asking for authentic yeah. accents yeah. and so um, we try and find yeah. people that in fact in the bios we're now actually trying to write where people are actually from so it, it looks yeah. you know that that is information that is useful to share 
Um, but I think the other thing I was going to say, which comes up a lot, and I don't know how you feel about it, but when people do these reels and they do it as an, a voice answering machine, I ha that's my pet peeve. Oh, what does that mean? It means it's like, leave a message after the tone. And, and then, then it goes they do loads and then of they different do voices. And, and, and Harry, I'm not sure you may have done these in the past. <laughs> I bet I definitely did. But I have to be honest. That's a good idea. I think it's, it's really the idea. most irritating because it's been done it's to been death. It's been done so many yeah. times. So you yeah. have to. So yeah. I say to anyone who's thinking of doing an accent's <laughs> real or a, a, a character's real, put them in a different situation. I tend to say, you know, do a... Um, Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, you're a bunch of different people sitting in a yeah. room or just, just make it a totally different thing. But actually putting sound effects on top of your voices to do yes. a voiceover um, That does reel, seem quite old fashioned now, it doesn't is. it? Because and I think it's dated. Yeah, back in the day, that's what you went and you did mm. your animation reel somewhere. It was and they super popular. put it in a scenario. But actually people don't have time to... Well, you listen don't listen to that, to that much, no. No. no, which is why I kind of try to say try and do like a Nickelodeon type of commercial because yeah. then you've got an opportunity to do it in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But I do have a pet peeve if, you, <laughs> if, if anyone sends me in a, a voice. I'll make a note. Yeah, <laughs> don't send me in a reel that like, sounds all like that, it's... All that some... advice I've been giving people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Delete. This well, is why I'm doing... to get the job then. <laughs> yeah. This is why I'm giving this, doing this podcast is so I can say my pet peeves. Yeah. Don't send me no, a... No, but that's good. I mean, that's the thing. It's phone. cheesy, isn't it, as well? So It's just dated now, yeah. and I just, I've heard it too many times, but it's the special <laughs> effects that they then put on top of it. Yes. I can't actually hear what you can do. Know, but that's then, yeah. not as Well, there's a whole conversation about what to do in a reel, isn't there, basically? Yes. And I might do that yes. another time. <laughs> not right now. But I'd say, principally, whoever's listening is not going to listen for very long. So get as much in as you can exactly. in a very short amount of time. Exactly. Okay, so this leads me nicely into Harriet. You do a lot of animation voices. How do you come up with different characters each time? Um, well, it's a picture is great, but you're not always going to get the picture. So, I mean, if you're lucky and you're doing an animation, the director might say, oh, this is what that mm. character looks like. And you can... I think you can get a voice from looking at a picture because you can see if they're chesty or yeah. nasally or mean or, you know, young obvious or, things like that, young or old. But quite often there isn't a picture. So, Oh, really? <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Often, I mean, often there's there's nothing. There's just, I mean, that's quite nice when you can start from scratch. Really open brief. But I think if you've read about the character or you hear about the character, you get an impression of what, what sort of um, characteristics they have physically, which then might translate into voice. I mean, that's yeah. really important to think about physically. Are they big, small, um, mean, generous, laughy, that sort of thing? Um, and then I always quite like to get a reference. So the director or the writer might have had someone in mind and they might say, you know, it's Joanna Lumley-ish or right. give, give you a yeah. reference. That's yeah. useful. And basically, if they say, I don't know, I'll just give me anything. <laughs> oh, give that is anything. really hard. Well, that's quite fun then. Okay. you can try a multitude of voices. Mm. And obviously, it depends where are they from? Are they British? You know, are they, are they, maybe they're not a human. So um, it's just sort of trial and error. But I have a bag of voices, like depending on what, 
what I've been watching lately or what yeah. I've been um, listening to lately, I'll have voices at the front of my head and okay. I can try lots of different things. So what, okay, so what is the most unusual character or direction you've been given <laughs> for a character? Like how does, tell me something um, that might have happened. Well, I probably the most unusual character I did was um, I played a fart in, <laughs> in a really brilliant series called Best and Bester, Nickelodeon. Right. And... Um, <laughs> that was the brief. That. She was a fart. So, so how did you come up with a character? I see. I can't remember. But originally, she's she she's she was a comedian, and they were going, "Oh, think Miss Maisel, think New York, wisecracking." So I was like, "Oh yeah, she's going to talk like this and be like, yeah, yeah, wah, yeah, and one sort of thing." And then they said, <laughs> probably because I did that. <laughs> they said, "Actually, <laughs> we just changed the brief." <laughs> No, they said, I can't remember what happened, but she turned into a Northern character. And I had obviously been speaking to Sophia, our great friend Sophia that morning. And so she just became like that. And I just love did, that. Yeah, the fart became <laughs> Sophia. <laughs> Sophia from LVB yeah. is a character. I love that. But um, yeah, again, it's sort of trial and error. And the director will, I mean, the worst thing is if you've got the voice in your head. So actually for that character, yeah. I think she was going to be like this and, yeah. uh, you know, wisecracking. And then they then they go, oh, no, 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 we don't want an American voice. So then you're going, oh, no, <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> Serene Badger. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything else this morning. It's all I've got in my head. So, well, in that case, you have to think of someone you know to get the voice, yeah. don't you, mm. I think. I yeah. think having, a, having someone you know or a character yeah. in mind is yeah. so helpful because then you just go, oh, it's them, and oh, I'll I love do that. that. Does Sophia know that? <laughs> I don't know if I ever know that. <laughs> she I'm will do so. Well <laughs> I'm always amazed, though, by the range of voices that you have. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's uncanny <laughs> when you sort of say, can you do a, an eight-year-old boy? <laughs> yeah. And this voice comes from this well, person. And you think, what? Yeah. But that's because it's my job. And yeah. I've just been... Listening, listening, listening to it's yeah, a, a multitude of voices. And do you practice when you hear a voice yeah. and you think, actually, I really like that voice? Yes. Do you then take it, I practice do. it, and it's like, or I'll get you to help me. Do you remember when we did that? Um, we did a test for something for the Nickelodeon. We've done lots We've of done tests. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I sort of think, feel like sometimes you need the help of the director because you you gave me a better voice for something. Right. So it, we were doing a multitude of kids and <laughs> I'm not as young as I was. <laughs> but you, you, I found a new child voice right. because you said, oh, try her more breathy or try her, low, you know, or I did the really low-pitched guy. And um, because sometimes you forget, I forget a lot of voices yeah. that I've done. So mm. you need someone to help you untap that voice again. Do you use your voices <laughs> when you're out and about? I mean, Always, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> if I had that skill, I would. No, of course I don't. <laughs> I would, like your first date with someone. <laughs> No, people go. People always say, "Oh, your kids! They must really enjoy reading stories to them because you do all the voices." I'm like, like yeah. I never <laughs> do the voices. Do I'm so not? tired of talking. Oh, I bet. Oh, um, oh no. No, but it's so um, yeah. I do practice. If I hear a voice, like, mm. you know, you might hear an amazing voice on the bus or something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, and I walk, sometimes I find myself walking around, or if I'm listening to a podcast, 
and I hear a good accent that I don't know very well, I'll practice it and I'll be, you know, just walking around going, um, he he said he wanted a cup of cup of tea or, you know, I'll just be sort of going, he said he wanted a cup of tea or (laughs) and I'll just be going, I bet no one and then I realise that people are looking at me going, (laughs) she's just mumbling to herself. Do you have little cues to get you into the voice? Yes. Right, yeah. right. So but, if you're going to do like an Irish accent, you yes, know exactly. Well, that, as you can see, my, I can't do a Northern Irish accent, although I had to do one recently for something and the lovely voiceover I was working with was really good at it. So he, right. he just <laughs> said the line and I copied it. <laughs> copied it. <laughs> Great win or something like that. Yeah. But um, yes, I, uh, I, I have cues for characters I know. Right. Like I do a lot of, you know, if I do impressions, it always has to come from a catchphrase, basically. Yeah, because you have to have the skill of, you can come up with character. I've got a lot of people say, oh, I read stories to my kids and I love coming up with character voices mm. for them and I want to do an animation reel. I think I'd be great at it. And I think that something that you need to know is that you've got to be able to continue with that voice. Yes. It is a skill yes. to know that once you've created that character, mm. if you're doing a series, you go away and you've got to come back in yeah. each week or whatever to find that voice again. And yeah. it is actually a skill to be able to continue to do that voice. And it's remember not... that voice. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think every, everyone can do accents, especially when, when you're yeah. chatting with your friends or... But you know, you no, sort you of can for a really short time, yes. but I could not hold a conversation mm. in that mm. accent. Or when or you're suddenly character. on the spot, you go, yeah. Oh my god, my Northern Irish accent was really good yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's no, it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't want to do a whole animation necessarily in that, exactly. you know. Exactly. Or yeah. I did an animation once, and I, I think I was I had a sort of like a you know, a, a I, I guess it was playing an animal or, or yeah. something, and obviously. That is fine, but after a whole episode, yeah, you're... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to that in that case, you do have to warm up your voice and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, be careful yeah. <laughs> yeah. what you yeah. choose. I know because yeah. you've got to, you could ruin your voice for then going to do a nice chunky kind of commercial <laughs> job that's going to pay you a million times more because you're doing it for absolutely nothing <laughs> as an animation voiceover. I wanted to ask you, Alan, actually, what's the most unusual direction you've given in a booth to an actor? Because obviously, from the other side, it's quite nice to know, you know, what do you think is one of the most unusual, especially in animation? There must have been some quite... There was, there was one that, that leaves to mind when I, I might have to sort of act this out. When <laughs> it was someone going down... Um, a um, what do you call a them? Roller, coaster. roller coaster, and they had to scream help. <laughs> and the problem was, it was just coming out as help, and it wasn't taking into account all the bumps yeah. and everything that yeah. they were doing. And they tried to do it, and they couldn't. So in the end, they were an adult, so it was fine. And I went behind them, and I shook their shoulders <laughs> like that while, while they were doing it. And so it went from help, it went <laughs> like that. And then when we'd finished, I looked at the recorders and they, they just went, oh, we'll have to go again on that, Alan, with a wink. <laughs> and we did it about four times. This poor person was being thrown about. But that's probably the, the strangest, that's I think. Yeah. Luckily, it wasn't a child. No, we exactly. with life and exactly. brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be doing that that's again. It's really helpful, though, isn't it? It's, it's really, it genuinely is brilliant when you get a lot of help from your director right yeah. I think sometimes when you especially with animation you know a lot of you know direction varies and some people take a you know a sort of hand, hand literally hands-on hands on. approach yeah. Yeah. and others don't and when you don't get a lot of direction and it's all down to you 
that's much harder because you sort of need a buddy to go, right. wait, maybe you should try that or yeah. think about it in this way. Or That's interesting because as the director, you don't sometimes <laughs> want to overstep yeah. your yes. marks. It's yeah. finding or, that know, balance, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, because you are the professional and it's what you do for a living. Um, but yeah, I'll burn that in my head. Do you? I mean, could you help actually direct next time? <laughs> yeah, what I'm she's trying to say. Sitting there on the... <laughs> Alan, Alan, Alan! Stop doing Wordle. <laughs> Give me a direction, please. Come and put your hands up, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, shake me. No, it's um, I find. Do you it find that helpful. some directors are better than others? Then, when directing you, I mean, I well, guess that's normal. Not but necessarily like, better, but giving I, you ideas for the character. I think as well that uh, I think um, some directors you really connect with. Yeah, and I. Um, I think I was telling you earlier about, um, well, Dave Peacock is a very famous uh, voice director and he has uh, quite a distinct and famous approach in that he'll just give you a lot of visual clues. And I was trying to think of an example and I th recently I was playing a, a kid, but probably an animal, and I think he, he was like probably, you know, talking like this and quite cute. And then Dave said, oh, uh, put a baseball cap on him. So I put a baseball cap on him and, you know, maybe he got him a little bit deeper or something. And he was, then he was like, uh, turn the baseball cap round. <laughs> <laughs> and like, just like that, That's it amazing. changes well, the yeah, character completely. It I is. Think, Again, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm notes. I think that's Will brilliant. any cap do? Or does it have to be a baseball cap? Make him cool. Actually, it makes you know, him cool. You get the character. Yeah, if you're saying, I'll oh, put this hat on them, or, you know, they're or they're wearing very high heels, or yeah. instantly yeah, yeah. it changes your, your performance. Yeah. I think yeah. that's brilliant. I, I'm not sure it works for everybody, but that sort of direction really, really it's works for, for me. You. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So yeah. thanks, really, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Super useful. I'll get him in next He's time. Like, yeah. <laughs> Alan, there you go. Get me coats. I'll get me cap. <laughs> you direct a lot of kids, don't you? I, I mean, kids are really, really challenging. <laughs> I was going to say hard. They're challenging because with an adult, yes. and I always remember this, a producer who I worked with years ago sort of thing, when you're doing a performance, if an adult's, under delivers or whatever you just say to them do it better yeah you <laughs> yeah, know what you're yeah. doing just yeah. do it better but when it's a child mm. you have to really coach them sort of through and that that is really really tricky I tend to only work with children from um theatrical schools yeah so they they're they're, they're aware of the process and everything uh, but the times I have worked with non-theatrical school kids it's a real, real challenge. I think it, I think it must be hard to get their energy up sometimes. It, it, or get it down sometimes. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. And also, to get the, the biggest challenge is to keep them focused. Yeah. You know, yeah. because their minds just yeah. drift and yeah. off they go, sort of, you know. But Alan, I've off. seen you in action, actually, because you did some work with my kids when they were little and you needed them to giggle. And, and that's quite hard to get it's kids to giggle, whether thing. they've trained or not, yeah. to get them to sound natural. You were utterly brilliant at coaxing <laughs> that out of them. Oh, well, that's good. So you're not as bad as you think you <laughs> no, are. No, He's a brilliant no. director. He is a brilliant... I'm teasing him. He's absolutely brilliant. People, uh, people find it very easy to giggle with me. It's to taking me seriously <laughs> yeah. is the problem. Yeah, he couldn't get the serious <laughs> yes. <into all. laughs> 
<laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So, um, actually, talking of kids, do your kids watch your TV? Like any of the animations uh, you do? And they, I, make, you? I do put them on for them, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> do they go, oh, mum, that's you? Or do they well, not have a clue? Quite often they'll go, oh, mummy, it's you. And I'll go, no, that's actually my friend who sounds very much like me. <laughs> and does a lot more CBBs than I do. I oh, really? <laughs> um, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, quite often they'll say, oh, mum, that's you. Because... A lot of us sound very yeah, similar. Yeah. But um, my youngest, who's four, he watches... All the programmes all that you've the, been... Yeah, CBBs. That must and, be so fun. Yeah. I think a lot of people are interested... In, a lot of actors want to do animation, even though the money's not in animation in the way that it is in commercials. Um, it's because they want their families to yeah. be able to watch those shows yeah. and sort of see the characters. Would you say that that's true? Well, from also, when, if I put on something that I'm in, it feels like they're not watching telly. Yeah. So <laughs> Ooh, it's guilt sort free. of like I, like I am playing with them directly. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why mum wasn't here for four hours yeah. the other day yeah. looking after you. She was <laughs> doing this for <with> you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's brilliant. Nice way of yes, dealing yes, with that. Yeah, it's very useful. Yeah. <laughs> so changing it slightly, uh, I've got a question that I would like to know. Who would you most like to share a booth with, Harriet, if you were to oh, do Alan? a voice... Oh, with you'd like to share it with Alan? We're often in the They never side by side. Never side by side. I've never Always heard you keep, perform. Keep, no, well, There's you a don't reason for that, Harriet. There's a please, reason why I'm the other me. side of the booth. <laughs> don't give him that opportunity, Harriet. Who would you like oh, to share a booth are, with? Um, or is there no one? Well, no, no, I mean, I'm lucky in that I have shared a booth with some very funny and amazing people. So probably all of them again. <laughs> Without upsetting anyone. <laughs> Without, but like, who would but, be your but dream? It, but a dream person, you know Pamela Adlon, don't you? Oh my from, God. From Better she's Things. She's my hero. I don't know. Would you know Pamela no, Adlon? No. Okay, so she's a very, she was a very famous voice yes. artist yes, she in, from America. And then she did this series, and, and an actress, she's a famous yeah. actress, but she did a series called Better Things. Right. Um, it's brilliant. It's amazing. It? I mean, for people of a certain age, it's I mean, I love her. anyone I who has kids and anyone who works in the voiceover industry mm. must watch that yeah. show because it's so funny. But also, she is so her natural voice. Yes. Is this, isn't it? But she she can <laughs> she is an incredible yes. voice also, artist yeah. and she's so, so funny. Yes. So I just love to meet her. And I, I've heard <laughs> very good things about her as a person. And, which is lovely. She's she's a very generous filmmaker and she has a lot of women on her set. Yeah. She brings a lot of her friends who have only done voiceover work onto her, into yeah. to, to film with them. A real supportive she, woman. She's a very supportive, brilliant. yeah, yeah. No, funny, brilliant lady. So, oh. um, and she comes to London a lot. Does she? So, yes, so can somebody... Check us out. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up. Uh, Alan, is there anybody, obviously, that you wouldn't necessarily want to share a booth with, but mm. would you particularly like to get into the booth to direct? Or is there anyone that you've ever thought, oh, keep it clean, Alan? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, not your question. You, you've had a lot of famous people in your booth. Yeah, it's it's a hard one because it's um, Do you know who I would really, really like to have is Stephen Fry. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What? Why? It's just, just it's not what goes on in the booth. I just love to chat. Yeah. Him oh, okay. So really, you just want to go for a drink. Yeah, with him. I just want to go for a drink. With yeah. Him. He fascinates yeah. me. Yeah. He absolutely fascinates me, and I just think he's such a lovely man. Is he? Well, I think he is. Yeah, is yeah. yeah. And I hope that that would be yes. sort of you know I I wouldn't have my sort of 
image of himself. Yeah. No, I don't think he way. would. No, no. He just seems like a, a really genuine, caring and interesting. Yeah. Person. Oh, I think he's yeah. really yeah. intelligent, isn't he? Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to think of. Okay, so coming to we're kind of coming towards the end of my questions, but it's Friday night, it's five o'clock, and you've finished your voiceover session. What are you going to do in Soho? Harriet, I aim that at you. I'm just going to go home. I've got four kids. Do you know what? I said exactly the same. Oh, so sad, you two are rock and roll. I know. At 5pm. Like, oh my Soho. god. Oh my Shit, god. what am I doing this late in, in Soho? 5pm, I've got tea to make. Oh. I've got kids to put to bed. Got Surely you have on. staff. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start text say I'm going to be late. In the old days, though, before kids, there was a time when the studios, if it was a Friday, yeah. they would Open make cocktails. Up. Yeah, they would. <laughs> yeah, and take that note. was. <laughs> Yeah, well that was that was good Those fun. Were the good days. Those were the good days. Yeah. But now it's just going home. It's just going home. But I'll show my age, I would have gone to the wag club. The wag club? The wag club. Oh, wag club. God, Alan. <laughs> it was the club to be. Oh, okay, at. okay. okay yeah. I, don't, I mean I've worked in Sarah a long time. I don't know. Yeah. Where's the wag club? That? Well it was in was it? It was Wardour Street. Was it Wardour Street or Dean Street? I always used to get confused. Yeah. And I had to sort of learn the order in which <laughs> they went, you know, because I thought if I'm going to go to... Because you'd go, you'd go to um, Bar Italia. Yep. Then you'd go to the Wag Club. Yeah. And then you'd come out the Wag Club and you'd go to the Lido in um, Gerard's... Is it Chinatown? What's it called? Gerard? Oh, oh Gerard's... Street, Street. yeah, them. that was the order in which you did things. Really? Yeah, yeah. But it was the it was the club. What was the Wag Club like? What is that? Was it a it, private it, club or was it? Yeah, yeah, it was a private really? club, and it was just loads of sort of the hippest, coolest people. And my friends, Julian, there was always a massive queue, <laughs> and my friend Julian just used to be able to walk up. And there was a guy on the door called Winston, and he used to walk up and he go, "Hi, Winston," and, and Winston would just let him in. Oh. And I went one night without. Julian. <laughs> I walked up and I went, hi Winston. And I went to walk in and he went, get to the back. And I, went, <laughs> oh, no, I had no I had no clout at all, sort of thing. But when you got in there, it was like Did you not walk around with be. your BAFTA and just be like, hi. This was pre-BAFTA, unfortunately. Oh, I love yeah. hearing stories about old old Soho, probably only old 20 Soho. years ago. Yeah. But but you know. It's changed so much, hasn't it? I feel like maybe it's just my age, but I'm not sure that many people aren't going home at 5 p.m. Uh, anymore. Probably. I, I don't know. It used to be, obviously, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I was that much younger and I was mm. going out all and the time. And so, Exactly. Where are they now, though? They're going to, like, are they Shoreditch? Soho House. Yeah. I think Soho House is super oh, popular. The, and then yeah. you've got Century and you've got Blacks and you've still got the <sighs> private clubs around yeah, here yeah, that yeah, I think yeah, are yeah. quite popular. Occasionally we go out for a cup of tea. <laughs> Green tea. What are you talking Green about? Tea. We're always raving. If I've done a five pm, I will not have a drink in the evening because I'll, I'll have a terribly important voiceover the next day. So. <laughs> not on a Friday, darling. No, not, not on a Friday. Friday. <laughs> you're fine. Okay, so finally, finally, my final question. I'd like to ask both of you: What advice would you give to an actor going into a booth for the first time? Oh. Uh, I, I mean, it sounds really sort of naff and cliched and everything, but I would say relax and enjoy it. Yeah. You know, because 
you know, you, you're obviously there for a reason, that yeah. someone's mm-hmm. liked your voice, they've yeah. liked your reel and so on, um, and just just try and enjoy it. Yeah. It, that's easier said than done. Yeah, because actually, when you've got the microphone, and I've, I've been asked to jump in occasionally for the odd thing, and they're like, oh, can you just go in? I just need a couple of words. <laughs> Honestly, the minute, because I'm not a trained actress, the minute no. I'm sat there with the headphones on and the microphone, especially when I was younger, now I, I guess as you get older, you get a bit more like, I don't care. But now, mm. then I'd be like, and it comes through in the voice. It's yeah. shaky, mm. it's claggy, yes. you dry, your mouth goes dry. Yeah. It's really hard to and relax. Also, to relax. As yeah. an actor, you, especially when, you know, when you're, starting out you you know that they've chosen your voice because they've heard your, yeah. you go but obviously they're expecting you know and I'm going to do this thing and they're going to be like oh but I thought that was the voice we chose you yeah. know and you're going I can't perform like I did on my reel mm. well that's why it's so important that what you do on your reel yes. is authentic work. it's authentic but mm. you can definitely deliver that again yeah. because I've had that a few times where people have done these incredible voiceovers and yeah. that is the reference for when they go back in yeah, they're yeah. like oh god I don't well, know it, if I can do it's that it's the again. same as you know doing a million accents and being able to you know, yeah. you're, everybody's so talented when they're not in front of a mic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, or with a camera pointing at them. You know, yeah. you're, because your brain, when you're playing, can do anything, can't it? And yeah. you can do any accent because there's no pressure. But suddenly when the pressure's on and yeah. you've got to perform on the spot, it's it's that that's mm. when you've got to relax. But it's so hard. So do you still get nervous? Though? Yeah, I do. Yeah, especially do for new for new. That's yeah, I know. And for new, yeah, especially. Um... Maybe it's because because uh, I sort of spend such a lot of time in there. I, you know, yes. I just sort of think, it, oh, yes. well, it's, it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably not the best way to be. What, when you go into a booth? Oh, no, when I'm sort of directing or I'm in the, yeah. in, in the studio. You're like, don't worry, love, it's not that important. <laughs> it's not that important, it's only my job. Um. <laughs> I think, though, you get used to it. For, like, obviously, when you've been working in the industry for a long time, as a producer, you forget how nerve-wracking it is yes. for artists. And I, yeah, yeah, as a producer, yeah. used to try yeah. and give them a few minutes to just warm up, get chatting to the yes. to yeah. the producers if they could. Not everyone will give you that time or that luxury you might just be reading the script but I did think as a producer it was kind of my role to try and make sure that that person wasn't feeling stressed or if they were running late or wasn't feeling anxious mm. or yeah. there's 10 people in a room all talking about you but not to you yeah. it's it's really important from the producer's point of view this is what I used to think yeah. was to try and put that voiceover artist at ease because actually yes you're paying them money to be in there and that's their profession yeah, but it yeah. is intimidating every time when you're walking it's, especially when you're people. when you're doing a you know, a big ad and there's 10 clients in there. Or, yeah. you, know, you, don't, you don't actually know who everybody is mm. quite a lot of the time. They don't they go, introduce this themselves. This is so and so and so and so. And you're like, but I don't, yeah. don't know who they are. I suppose no. it's quite because intimidating. What, what I do is it's often sort of, you know, it'll be over a long yes. period yeah. of time you and get you get to know, to know the people yeah, and everything. Yes. yes, the first time they come, especially with the kids, I, I'm really, really, I mean, yes. we, we, we're starting a new series um, at the moment. And we've got some new kids and it will be their first time in the studio. And I have a I've worked out in my head an average number of lines that they will do. Yeah. And I know that when we start, they won't hit that number. Yeah. Yeah. And they will gradually build up to that number. Yeah. But the important thing is not to knock their confidence at all yeah. and let them enjoy the process. Yes. Because when they're relaxed and happy, yeah. they'll deliver. Yeah. You know, yeah. if they're not then I've got a problem. So. Yeah. Then that's the same for adults. Yeah. I genuinely yeah. think you're treating the kids like that, but I think adults also yes. need to go in and feel relaxed and happy. Yeah. Mm. And and therefore you get that performance out of them. Generally, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying I've, I've had some 
not successful voiceover sessions, obviously. Mm. But generally, I think, the, and keeping it, I think I may have said this before, but to one voice directing rather than a room full of different oh, people. Oh, there's nothing. That's really hard. Yes. It's yeah. really hard yeah. if there is 10 different people Absolutely. coming oh, God, yeah. in and saying their yeah. own different bits. Yeah. It, an actor that's very hard yeah. to take the direction yeah. I mean the, the first voice job I did and thank god the production company doesn't exist anymore <laughs> but I'd never done a voiceover but I had an agent and um wasn't Steph then and and they sent me on this job and it's fine but I didn't have any, really have any information and it was for a promo for a uh, uh, probably for a kids program but the the voice booth was miles away from the studio so they said okay if you come in here and you're going to be sitting in here and we'll be down there but I couldn't see them so I was in a voice booth on my own I had never done a voiceover and hardly knew what you know luckily I put the headphones on (laughs) you know and then they were talking to me in my head and and the the producer was going okay um have you got enough in your cans and I was like, I don't know what cans. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? What is cans? <laughs> Genuinely, really? I didn't know. Yeah. I, yeah, and I went, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, get, I guess that was the right answer. And then they're like, okay, so you're going to read it to picture. I was like, that means nothing wow. to me. And they put the, the, the promo on. And I just read the script like, but I didn't understand that I had to read it. Yeah, yeah. God, I was so stupid and How? so naive. But, that, but the industry is full of that, isn't it? And it's whether you, when you ask the questions, when you don't understand, and unless you ask them right at the beginning. Yes, exactly. I never knew what, I, I mean, this is a technical, but I never knew what an omphi was, which is something to do with sound and editing. Right. And I never knew, <laughs> and I've busked it all my no, life. I still don't and know. I still really don't know what an omphi is. And people would say, have you delivered the omphi? Yeah, when last week, <laughs> the omphi gone. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. And unless you ask those yes, questions, yeah. you don't know. And everyone's talking in a language. Oh, yes. And it's like any profession. It becomes an esoteric sort of language in the end, doesn't and, it? And you don't want to be the per- You don't want to say, actually, this is my first no, ever yeah. voiceover You don't. You need to fake it. But, but what I should have done is called a more experienced person and said, can you just take me through? Or call my agent and yeah, said... Yeah. Please, yeah. can you just tell me what's going to happen? And yeah, yeah. you know, you know everything with hindsight. But you, I no, think... but that's good advice. I think yeah. that is really good advice. Yeah. If you haven't done one before, I think it's really important. If the agent, if if you're nervous and you don't yes. know, yes, I mean, I think a lot of the people that um, I represent, I tend to record a reel with, yes. so yeah. um, I can give them can that say, opportunity this is to exactly, yeah. and, and give them. And we try when we do the. If I do do a demo with someone, I try and explain some of you know if it's a drop in, what that means, or you're going yes. to be recording to picture, what yes. syncing up means, all those yeah. phrases mm. that you take mm. for granted because yeah, you've been yeah, working yeah. for a long time. Yeah. I hadn't even thought that someone no. wouldn't know what the word no. cans no. meant for I headphones. Mean, I, I didn't be the only person ever. No, no, didn't. not necessarily, but I didn't, yeah. it wouldn't occur it to, me. So to me. So it is important that the artist says, oh, what does that mean? Yes. Or how does this, you know, because there are so yeah. many terminologies that we don't yeah. realise that we're using. Yeah. And that if you're going in, and I do say to my artists, don't tell them it's your first time no. because they're paying you a lot of money yes. to go in there and you're a professional actor, so you do need to kind of slightly fake it. Yeah. But also, you need to talk to me yeah. if you need that advice. And even things like, uh, you know, maybe if you're first time going to the booth, you wouldn't, you know, if there wasn't water there, you must ask for water, mm. you know. Or, oh, so important. Because, you, you know, get if really you're dry too mouth. Nerve- yeah. Yes, exactly, really dry mouth. You know, you, you, if you hear yourself clicking or whatever, just drink. The, and obviously the engineer will tell you, but 
your sort of basic mic yeah. technique is quite yeah. good to know before mm. you go in, I think. Mm. How on earth did you get your first voiceover on I know. job and then not know any of that information? <laughs> Sorry, Harry, but that's how, fascinating. How, never how did you get what, how did you, how did you got real? Had you done anything? Did you face the front? <laughs> as well because I was like I don't even know how early I should get there and I remember phoning I should have phoned her way in advance but we've got a mutual friend called Jenny who you've met and she was working in advertising and I phoned Jen and I was going um Jen I'm 45 minutes early do you think that's too early <laughs> she was like yeah six coffees <laughs> <laughs> Drinking loads of claggy milk in the meantime. Brilliant. Yeah. And here we are today. Oh, thank God. Thank goodness, you did something right then. Yeah, the, the company closed down. <laughs> and so your reputation was safe. Was it because of your voice though? I, I know. it probably was. Oh, uh, brilliant. And at least you learn by yeah. failing. Yeah, just don't do it on my watch. Is that <laughs> right? But now I look back and I, I can, you know, I can remember how nervous I was for loads of voiceovers. Mm. Mm, and, right. you know, now... With experience comes confidence, doesn't it? Yeah. So, you know, it's it's not easy, is it? But it's I, I don't get nervous for um for sort of <laughs> my stuff. When I'm working with other professionals like that. Actually, I never get nervous for animation because I know it's always gonna be fun. Yeah. I mean that's it that's the lovely thing. You know that you're gonna have a good time with animation, mm. you know, mostly. Mm. Um it's just actually, but I think it's still intimidating if however experienced you are. If there's a million new faces yeah. and mm. there's quite a lot of pressure because if you've only got an hour and they want something completely new and they don't, sometimes they're not completely sure what they yeah. want. Or they're trying to say yeah. too much in a very short space yes. of time. There's, there's all sorts of yeah. reasons why it can get quite difficult. Yeah. But yeah. Brilliant. All right. Well, listen, on that happy note, I feel oh. let's leave it where you did all right in the end. You did all right. Um, Can I just say though, Steph, because yeah. I'm, I'm very keen to... Um, to, obviously, because a lot of people say, oh, can you help me with this? Or can you listen to my reel? Because actually, I really, I'm very happy to help anyone. Oh, no. Not, no, not necessarily people listening to this, but I feel like there's so many people who want to get into voiceovers and mm. they pay a lot of money to have a reel done before they've yeah. done any research. Yeah. Mm. So I would say that if you are thinking of getting into voice, please sort of, listen to as much as you can mm. all sort of formats of audio before you get a reel done because you, I I did it I went and got my reel done before I'd met any agents and it was terrible because they they I was I, you know I had to go oh Elizabeth Shaw chocolate yeah. yum you know but I didn't know I thought and but now of course I was like 20 something and I should I should have been doing selling young stuff and I should yes. have come to jungle to get it done or so there's so much that you can research yourself before you get your reel done, especially yes. a commercial reel or an animation reel, mm. maybe, and just talk to as many people as you can. Yeah. And most people will want to help you because, you know, you don't want people oh, to God, waste yeah. their money, do you? Or, no, no, it's, no. it's difficult because you kind of need a reel to approach agents yeah. to say, this is what my voice sounds like. Yeah. And then a lot of agents will go, okay, but that's not good enough for the... So it's yes. finding a balance But because if you also do a really, really simple one on your phone they yeah. can sound so awful that it doesn't do you justice yeah, at all so it's hard. it's really hard and you know there are some people out there who do these show reels for artists 
kind of just churning out the money. Yes. And, and, and don't yes. really think about who, like you say, yeah. you know, you can have a really deep voice, but is doing some ad for like a really high-pitched sort of what should be like yeah. Ikea or something, but they should be doing movie trailers. And and I've seen that before where I'm just like, oh, that's all wrong. And you've just spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. And I'm going to now ask you to spend a lot more money to redo your real... But, it, but at least you're going to... Because actually, at least you're going to tell you at least you're going to tell them to go to someone that you trust and that uh, you yeah. know yeah, produces great yeah. reels yeah. so yeah. that's the difference yeah. isn't it but it is hard a lot of people say to me should I get a professional reel done before I approach an agent and I think it's, you, it's hard it, yeah I think they do need to do even if they don't do the full reel yeah that two or three reads but professionally recorded is really important because otherwise you don't get the quality on a phone and that can just cost you an agent actually listening to you properly yeah. it's a really difficult one mm -hmm. it's like you know how are you going to get an acting agent without some kind of showreel or or headshot it can't be just something it needs to be quite a decent headshot if you're going yeah. to do more it's finding that balance it's not spending too much but just enough but also you you're also paying to have a brilliant engineer who will direct you yes. properly and, and yeah say make it sound like you rather than your voice over voice yes so it's not yeah. I'd like to do more in my voice <laughs> That's actually quite creepy. <laughs> and on that happy note, <laughs> I'm gonna cut you short. Thank you so much oh, for coming in to talk to me so today. Well, That's brilliant. Thank you. <laughs>